So we might journal, we might tell ourselves that this is the type of person that we want to be, right? And then we're offered opportunities to show us, to show up as that person, but Mm. we asked for it. So it's kind of like, if today you set an intention that, hey, I want to be a millionaire, for instance, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to be a millionaire, then you're put in a millionaire's decision-making path. You're put in a millionaire's, you know, um, inspired action path. It's like, okay, all of a sudden, it's like, now what would you do? Like you're in this position, be a millionaire. What would a millionaire do right now? But you can never kill my vibe. Cause there is no sacrifices. Everything was taken. Still had to make it. Vibe killer. Me and no go take shit. Vibe killer. Bloody somebody time. Protect my energy from your bad aura. Let my pastor say I be my healer. Everything I desire. Alright. Hi everybody. We're live. Everybody. We're live. We're live on YouTube. We're new. <laughs> to this technology and I was just telling Ida I, I'm getting like self-conscious like um I was on TikTok okay let me tell this story real quick no no no. before I tell this story welcome to delusional confidence this is a podcast by Ida the chilling therapist and Emily's root awakening we are both entrepreneurs in the self-development industry and we're kind of doing the coaching thing and we're talking about all the stuff that goes into gradual success as an entrepreneur and um we will have all our shit linked below soon enough and welcome and we we don't plan what we're going to talk about it's basically just a conversation between ida and i and um but we we love when you guys comment so comment even if you're watching the replay comment and we'll we'll answer you and connect with you and uh Ida what do you have to say about that I'm just fascinated with the fact that I'm only seeing you but we're live streaming as well so I'm like in awe at the moment I'm like okay wow technology we've come far but yeah Yeah. it's interesting what do I want to say I think you said it beautifully Em you said it beautifully and I'm just curious to see what's going to come up today for us as you said, it's all, it just happens. We just talk about whatever comes up. Um, so yeah, I'm in a state of curiosity, looking that's, forward to be surprised. <laughs> that's an amazing state to be in. We like the curiosity state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Do you have anything? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So one more thing. We record our episodes live. We used to record on Instagram live. That f- fucked up. <laughs> that whole situation got fucked up. I We just, we lost some episodes, you guys. So that's why we are recording here on YouTube live stream because we want to interact with you guys live. We want you guys to see a live conversation. But after the live stream is done, we upload the audio of this episode to all podcast platforms. So you can come to YouTube and join us live. You can watch the replay and see our faces, which also is really, I think it's more user-friendly to watch the replay video on YouTube as well. 
and you can go to podcast platforms like podcast apple podcasts god damn all this technology apple apple podcasts fucking uh stitcher we're on Spotify. We're gonna be on Amazon Music. We're not on Amazon Music yet, but we will soon. But all the big ones, like you guys, you'll find us. So just so you know, you have options on how to interact with us. And okay, so let me tell this like little technology bit here. So like, I wake up this morning. And I didn't I, I don't keep an alarm clock. So I don't know what time it is. So on my delusional confidence recording day which is today i know that i'm in michigan ghana uh ida's in ghana so are we have a time difference so because of that time difference we decided to record at 12 30 p.m my time 5 30 p.m ida's time i sometimes don't wake up till near noon usually i will not sleep past noon but i don't keep an alarm clock Sometimes I wake up pretty close to noon. So I'm like, fuck, I gotta like make sure and see what time it is, you know, because I'm laughing because there was a man behind you. <laughs> I know. And I, and I, I drive to a park, so much information, you guys, I drive to a parking lot and I do this, this, these episode recordings in my car. I just like to record in my car. I have a lot of inspiration and I can like scream in my car. <laughs> you know, I don't know. For some reason, it's less weird for me to scream in my car. Okay. Um, so anyway, so I had to check my phone right when I woke up. Cause I was like, I don't know what fucking time it is. I, maybe I missed the podcast episode. I don't know. I go on my phone and someone has, I go on TikTok. Because I noticed I did not sleep past the podcast episode. So someone has responded to my comment with a video on TikTok. And I know that people can do that. I just joined TikTok like recently. I know that people can do that, but no one's ever done it to me. I just joined TikTok. And we, and it was so amazing. She like, it was, it was a really beautiful like story that she was, she was telling me but I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I only follow Ida on TikTok. I accidentally follow this girl and I'm like, and I, and I love her content. It's amazing. I just have this weird thing where I like only follow Ida on TikTok. She recommended that I would come on TikTok and I don't really like scrolling on TikTok because it's overwhelming for me. So I love the people on there, but I just follow Ida. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to unfollow her, but I just followed her. So it looks weird. And then I like, I like try to comment on her video and it like wasn't working out. And I was like, oh my God, so self-conscious because I was just like kind of embarrassed and it's not necessary to be embarrassed, but that's just how I felt. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like looking like such an old person. And I'm like, Emily, do not start with that narrative because I'm 31 now, you know? So a lot of people have the thing with like, oh my God, I'm 30 now. And I totally don't to me age is so just a number but sometimes I catch myself doing this narrative of like oh my god I'm like old and embarrassing and I don't know the technology that so many people know so well you know so um I want to share that with you guys that that was going through my head today and I was laughing about it but I I told Ida before we started recording I'm like I'm gonna journal on this tonight (laughs) because I need to get it out of my head that like I should be self-conscious about not knowing every realm of technology um Ida do you feel like that ever yes however I just kind of pass it on to people I know can do it so just like (laughs) me and you you know when I got to Canva and I got to a point I'm like, okay, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Am help. 
but I don't um, internalize it like, oh, I'm old and I don't know. And I, I'm pretty like, I'm not attached to that stuff. Thankfully, you yeah. know, because yeah. we're attached to so many things. I don't want to be attached to that too. So I'm glad that I don't need to worry about that. If I don't know, usually I'll go on YouTube and research or Google if it's really important that I find out. Um, so I don't really, you know, but I do, I do hear you and I know that it can be. And I also think because you're really good at that, you design, it's not like your, you know, full-time job, but it's something that you enjoy and something that you do. So I get why it mean a bit more to you to know how to kind of use certain technologies. So it's totally understandable. Like, it's kind of like, oh my goodness, this is something that I enjoy doing from time to time. Because I know someone reached out to you recently to design for them. And so I kind of feel like, you know, it's normal for you to think, oh my God, like, what if I can't keep up? And there's like all these technologies that I may need in future. If, who knows? Because you're always experimenting. Who knows if that's where you're going into next? And, you know, so um, it's totally normal. Like, don't even let it I think it's it's totally normal because it's something that you you do enjoy doing so I see why you feel the way you feel about it that's (laughs) such a good point that's such a good point and also because I teach I teach uh my students how to set up that tech and type b business school you know like how to set up your business so but Hmm. here's the thing I'd like there will be a time that unless I totally flip the script on my life trajectory could happen, but there will be a time where I won't be able to keep up with the technology because here's the thing, like I like technology for, to support like what I directly do. But other than that, I'm not interested in technology. Like I don't like robots. I don't like a, I don't like the parts of AI that don't make my coaching life and my career easier. Like I don't just like have technology in my life. I don't have an Apple watch. You know what I'm saying? So like there will be a time where I'll be like, it'll be beyond me. And I'm just going to have to be like, okay with that, you know, Um, that'll be, that'll be cool. And that's, that's like fine. Like there's nothing wrong with that. We can employ other people. Yes. You know, who, are, who are good with it. Hopefully we're at a point in our life where it's like, it's not even a thing. Like hopefully we're at a point in our life where we don't even want to do that. We don't even have to do that part because like there's a big team running stuff and it's like, we don't have to worry about, you know, that part. We get to like do more of the things that we love um, more of and want to focus on. So yeah, that I love that point too. And in the meantime, it's true. Ida and I work really, really well together because you also know some tech stuff that I didn't know. Like Ida figured out how to get our fucking um, Instagram live and, videos yeah, oh to our phones because we thanks couldn't. To Google. Thanks huh? to Google and YouTube. I was like, thanks to Google and YouTube. I was like, how do I? Someone's like, yeah, you do this and then you do that. You go on this site and then you put the link. And then I was like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> I enjoyed figuring that out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. that worked out. That worked out. But M, how are you feeling? Clearly, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm in that state, that mellow state. 
um, but I want to check in with you. You seem more, you seem less mellow and more upbeat than last time. Okay. How do you, do you feel like that's true? I feel like the more we're talking, I'm sinking into that mellow feeling, but I think that's just because a topic hasn't come up that sparks me yet. If yeah. something comes up, I'm like, ooh, you know, I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah, it's, it's definitely an interesting time right now. I'm like figuring out a lot of stuff, but okay. very transformative. Um, like things are very, uh, honestly, I feel like I'm in a standoff with the universe right now, but I journaled on it. Uh, yesterday and I'm I'm on a standoff really with myself it's not the universe um but it's good it's like things are getting uh very uh, hectic or like tight it's kind of like I'm at the end of the line here that's what it feels okay. like like things are tight I've had a lot of expenses come up in the past month and and finances are whoo like we're tight we're stretching but then there all of these things are coming up like like my phone bill just got paid without me paying it like like two days ago i'm like what i'm like searching i'm like wait what do you what do you mean my my bill is all set for this month like i did not pay it but it it says paid so Anyway, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that develops. But like a lot of these weird things are happening. Like I'm finding money in weird places. Um, and the thing is, this happened. This happened back in October. Ida, I don't know if you remember or not, but I told Ida about it again. I'm like, you guys, I, I told Ida and Rosalie, our, our friend, about it. I'm like, things are like stretching. Like it just feels like I'm kind of getting... I okay we could talk about this later I Ida I'm not I don't think you believe in uh us being tested by the universe is that right we still get to explore it Em like okay. whether I believe it or not bring it to the floor okay let's I don't know it. either because this was a manifestation technique that I used to study until I kind of like created my own and meshed different pieces of research together on my own but I used to study to be magnetic and they're all about like the universe will test you before your manifestation comes in and it's kind of like you prove to the universe that you're worthy by making high self-worth decisions so but right now it kind of feels like the universe is like bam what do you think about this expense oh what if you have to do this expense oh what if you uh can't pay this bill yet and you have to wait to pay are you, what what's going to happen are you going to buckle or are you going to hide or are you going to message the company and say like hey can I have a couple more uh days on this bill what are you going to do or what are you going to do like what are you going to do so so I feel like these things have been stretched and I I'm not going to go into it because I think it would be a boring story but just very coincidental like um little annoyances things that could annoy me like I'm trying to find this one business card of like yeah something related to my car to my car I have like a question to ask them and I'm trying to find this one business card and that business card like flew off and fell in this little nook and where I can't get it it's just all of these it's making me laugh because it's all of these synchronicities that's that's really stretching me in my comfort zone 
And um, mm-hmm. so that's where I am right now. So it, it kind of feels like the universe is testing me, but I also, you know, I believe heavily in mindset and narrative. And I think if I believe the universe is going to test me, then it will. If I believe that I don't have to be tested by the universe to get what I want, then maybe I won't be tested by the universe. Um, so I'm exploring that right now, but here's the thing. I'm in the best of spirits. It's crazy. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling phenomenal. Um, just stretched. Okay. I love how you put it, you know, you feel good, but just stretched. You wouldn't be delusional if, if you, if you were not in that position. Um, the question with whether I believe in, I think it's going to be similar to our views on sacrifice Yeah. in terms of, I think it's going to be about how we view it. So I think for me, I don't believe that, you know, God is necessarily testing us. I think how I'm beginning to see it is um, we put our hand up. It sounds like, okay let me just finish I kind of feel like we ask okay so we might journal we might tell ourselves that this is the type of person that we want to be right and then we're offered opportunities to show us to show up as that person but Mm. we asked for it so it's kind of like if today you set an intention that hey I want to be a millionaire for instance and I'm going to do whatever it takes to be a millionaire then you're put in a millionaire's decision-making um, path. You're put in a millionaire's, you know, um, inspired action path. It's like, okay, all of a sudden, it's like, now what would you do? Like you're in this position, be a millionaire. How, what would a millionaire do right now? And I believe that's something that we ask for. That's why I kind of don't want to view it as we're being tested because it's kind of like, if you ask for something and it's given to you, it's like you asked for it and you got it. And that it's, so for me, it's kind of like, that's the path to it. So it's like, there are two ways you can take, you can take left or right. And you decided to take right. Now taking right comes with like, you know, these decisions that you got to make in order to get to the end, you could have chosen to take left and then you'd have to make, different decisions because someone who hasn't decided to be a millionaire doesn't have to go through what you're going through they don't have to worry about like they're not setting up you know courses that is costing them extra dollars they're not they're just worried about okay what am i gonna eat tomorrow okay i go to my job it's nine to five it's this it's pretty straightforward it's predictable but i'm sure many millionaires will tell you that their life is not predictable because any moment you're forced to make a decision, you know, at any moment. And I think I love, this reminds me of like, I was recently watching an interview with um, Elon Musk. I happen to like his mind quite a bit, how he thinks. And, um, you know, the interviewer was kind of alluding to the fact that, you know, Elon made bad decisions with Tesla, but, Elon, the way he answered it, he's like, you know, it got to a point I was sleeping, like it got to a point it was like a do or die situation and I needed to sleep on the floor at work with my workers because I didn't want them to see me sleeping in like a penthouse 
when things were 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 difficult I wanted wow. them to see that we're all in it together and for me I feel like he could be like oh my god the universe is testing me but for him in that moment he's like no I'm a leader and you know I'm a leader of this company and I want this company to succeed therefore in this moment what decision can I make in order for this company to succeed and for me I feel like it's an opportunity to to become who you are and to show more of who you are because you're asking to become this person so really it's an opportunity to become who you asked to become who you've decided to be that's how I see it do I need to hire you as my coach like this is the <laughs> best outlook on the situation I've ever fucking heard Aww. I have, I have never looked at it like this I I've never I mean in a way yes but like this is this is how this conversation differs from the uh struggle or not the struggle the sacrifice conversation listen yeah. to our last episode you guys it's genius like I could clickbait you and say Ida and I argue about something we don't really argue I kind of clickbait you in the show notes but we don't argue <laughs> we just um we discuss it but we 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 end the episode on like we do not agree to a certain extent, you know, like to a certain extent, we, we see it differently. This I'm like, I love this mindset. Let's go for it. To me, that sounds much more empowering than the universe is testing me. I'm on a standoff with the universe. And like, cause I already knew I don't want to be like fighting with, I don't want to be on a standoff with the universe. Maybe I'm on a standoff with myself. I don't want to be on a standoff with the universe. So I don't want to be on a standoff with myself. So like, what you're saying is so much more empowering and real and um, like such a great opportunity to like, I mean, I am stepping up. That's why I didn't mention when this happened back in October, I buckled, like I buckled on, under the pressure, which I, I don't regret. Um, it was meant to happen, but I, it got me actually in therapy, which part of the reason I went, started going to therapy, it's been amazing. Um, so it was meant to happen, but I buckled in the sense that I repeated an old pattern. Um, mm -hmm. and I'm deciding not to do that this time and shit's getting sweaty in here <laughs> because of that. But looking at it from a sense of well, what are you going to do if you want to be a millionaire? And guess what, you guys, I literally, I've written in my journal. I've said this out loud to God on hikes. Many times I said, God, I will do whatever it takes to be a millionaire. I'll do whatever yeah. it takes. And not just to be a millionaire, but to be a millionaire, doing what I want to do, to be a millionaire, helping people, being a millionaire while helping other people become millionaires. Um, okay. I am loving, like, do you guys, I want you guys to hear and like rewind if necessary to hear how Ida has transformed the situation because Ida, would you say this is sometimes your attitude towards your clients when you help them? Definitely, definitely. But it all just comes naturally. Like literally, I didn't even know that that was the response I was going to give you. So I know. that's why I was kind of talking about feeding off of the energy. So obviously I have like the general concept but when you ask me the question then I go into processing mode and then things come up as I process you know um I'm trying to find this quote because I think this quote sums up how I view what you said so I found it it says 
I asked God for strength and God gave me difficulties to make me strong. I asked God for wisdom and God gave me problems to solve. I asked God for courage and God gave me struggle to overcome. I asked for favors and God gave me opportunities. I received nothing. I received nothing I wanted, but I received everything I needed. So for me, that's how I kind of see. So it's like when you're asking like here, it's like when you're asking God for, you know, this favor of, okay, God, I've decided blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, great. Because where I think sometimes we're expecting that when we pray or we put an intention into the universe, it's just going to like, like you ask for a car and then you're going to get a car. Sometimes it happens, you know, sometimes it happens, but sometimes maybe you don't end up getting a car. You end up meeting someone who, you know, you befriend and then they take you through somewhere and something happens and you end up seeing this car. They're like, oh my God, that's a car I want. Like, it's not always straightforward, but it's still for me an answer prayer and an an answered prayer is an opportunity to stand up and be what you asked for you know um and you're basically being given opportunities to stand up and be what you asked for the more you decide the more you're deciding the more you're getting closer the more you're deciding every decision is getting you closer because remember this is something that I love so much like the concept of you know, what you do with a dollar is what you're going to do with a million. So if you're not doing much with the dollar you have right now, what are you going to do with the million? So right now that you're in this situation, the decisions you're making is going to be the decisions you you need to make when you're a millionaire. You know, there might be times where you need to, like Elon, I don't even know how, at at a point he had to empty out his, his bank account to put it into Tesla. Who does that? Who does that? But he had to make a decision in that moment and decide that, you know, this is what I've asked for. I've asked to be the person who brings about, you know, um, an energy powered car. And if I'm going to do this, I need to sacrifice. Well, I know you don't like to use the word sacrifice, but (laughs) I need to decide all the money in my account. Talk about delusional and it works. It worked, but he didn't know in that moment whether it was going to work or not. He just made a decision as the millionaire that he is and as the leader who is leading this revolution of electric cars, you know? Wow. Okay, let's fucking talk about this because I thought I disliked Elon Musk and now I am not disliking him very much after listening to these. When you watch, yeah, go for it. Well, I just wanted to give the audience a little background. I don't really, I only look into very specific people in pop culture. I don't really follow. I don't look, I don't watch the news. I totally disengage from politics. I'm kind of a conspiracy theorist a little bit, you guys. Um, (laughs) I just, I mean, those of you who are in my Instagram community, you know that I trust what I hear from the civilian's mouth over what I'm reading in the paper or what I'm seeing on the news because I have seen different data than is than is always presented in studies so whether you agree with me or not that is what how I look at the world and I accept however you decide to look at the world um I don't usually keep up on 
what is going on in life and I keep up on what I'm interested in. So the most I know about Elon Musk is that um, I've seen one quarter of his episode on Joe Rogan and I didn't find him very likable. (laughs) So so let's hear about your thoughts on him, Ida, because I am loving what I'm hearing about. I mean, to sleep on the floor because you didn't want your employees, like who the fuck is this guy going back to his penthouse and sleeping, like to to do the dirty work with your employees when the time is needed, that's so respectable to me. So like, well, how has your relationship to Elon developed? So for me, I love brilliant minds, but not yeah. brilliant in a sense of, you know, mathematics and science and stuff, but people who think outside the box or people who are out. And for me, Elon is out of this world. Um, I, I only learned from the last interview I watched of him that he has Asperger's. I didn't know that. Um, and so I was like, oh, okay, that's something new to learn about him. However, every interview I listen to of him, he's trying to kind of, the word is not defend himself because it, it looks like like um, media presenting one way because in this particular interview I watched, the interviewer was like, yeah, but this and this and this happened. And he was like, no, you're seeing it this way, but I'm there. I was the one sleeping on the floor with them. I was the one. And he was like, no, you're not seeing me. You're not seeing what I'm actually doing. I mean, what fascinated me because a lot of people, and I'm sure you're going to appreciate this. A lot of people, you know, um, well, let me back up. This society had gotten to a point where you know this cancel culture where you you speak your mind and you're blocked you're canceled yeah everyone cancels you so obviously twitter was canceling people donald trump was canceled um i think kanye a few people were canceled and elon thought no like that's a problem because we need a future where we there's free speech we need a future where people can freely speak their minds whether you agree with with it or not that's right. a different conversation right but not for us to censor people you know we need to get to a place where you don't like someone you don't like what they say but you're able to tolerate it because that's what it is you're not gonna like everybody but that doesn't mean people can't share their opinion and so that's why he decided to buy twitter so right. that yeah, so that he can bring back free speech and unblock all the people who have been censored and blocked on Twitter because he believes that regardless of whether or not we like people or we like their point of view, they need to be able to express themselves, which yeah. I really appreciate, you know? And the interviewer was even asking questions of, okay, so where do we draw the line of free speech? Like, what if someone says something that's like, so outrageous or they um inciting fear or war or something like that how are you gonna deal with that and i love his response because he's like we're gonna correct it we're gonna have a technology that will be able to correct it but we're not going to delete the comment because we want people to know that this is how we rectified it but the original comment still stands and people can come in and be like okay this was the original comment this was how we dealt with it and this is now the resolution and this is how we're moving forward instead of like just deleting it and acting like it never existed and for me i feel like i I would love society to go to that 
like if, if that's where society is headed, I'll be excited because it, it shows me that, you know, he's thinking about, okay, correction and not punishment necessarily. It's like, okay, someone did something wrong. They put out a comment that was hurtful. Now, whether or not they apologize, maybe, maybe they didn't apologize. So we took these steps, but these steps are there as well as the original so that you can go in and form your own opinion. We're not deleting anything and leaving half-truths for you to decide or for you to, like we're not presenting, we want to show you the whole truth and you can decide what you want to do with it. And for me, I love that. Like if all media um, houses were doing this, then the truth will be obvious. Like it will be out there and we get to decide what's right or wrong instead of like them presenting us one side you know elon is aiming to um get twitter to a place where it's gonna present you know your side my side and the truth and people get to decide which i love obviously he did talk about the challenges it's gonna pose he knows that he's gonna make mistakes along the way and he know he's not expecting perfection and this is something he said he's like i know i'm gonna screw up i know that but yeah. I'm still not going to give up because I believe in free speech. And for me, that's the kind of person that I kind of want to listen to, you know? So that's what's making me take a liking to him because I like the way he thinks. I really like the way he thinks. He's a bit weird and awkward, but he knows that. That's just who he is. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? At, at a very young age, like when, when kids were playing, he was programming. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, you know, so it's normal for him to be the way he is. Um, he does have um, a condition that he kind of, you know, I wouldn't even say struggle with. He's found a way to like use it to benefit him and show up and be awkward and 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 still share his beautiful mind. And for yeah. me, that's where I stand with him. It's not a matter of do I agree with him or not. I like his mind. I like the way he thinks. I like that when he does something wrong, he's able to admit it. Because one powerful question that was asked was, you know, a lot of people are asking, how can we entrust such a big thing as free speech in the hands of one of the world's most richest people? And he's so funny. He's like, I mean, well, um, Zuckerberg owns Facebook, Instagram, you name it, WhatsApp, everything. I mean, and I felt like the answer... Exactly, because he's trying to say, well, at least I'm, I'm trying and I'm trying to be transparent here. I'm going to yeah. screw up, but I'm trying. Like, but how is the others trying to be transparent? You know? Um, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I can say about him, you know? Um, and these are from my own personal opinions from watching different parts of him and watching interviews about his mom talking about him, who he is, and like his journey. You know, so that's how I've been able to piece together this particular opinion. But obviously people change um, and my mind will change as and when if, you know, he evolves. But I guess I'm willing to evolve with him and see where he goes. I don't agree with every single thing he wants to do, but I like his mind. Cool. Yep. Love it. Love it. Um, I... I love how you say it's not whether I agree with him or not. You just appreciate how he approaches situations, you know, and like 
you appreciate him from an objective point of view of how he's handling being such a powerful person in some respects, you know? I love it. Um, I'm going to look into him more. But yeah, I have, so I don't like what he's, the approach of like going to Mars and all this stuff is just not really in my belief system at this time. So I believe like, well, that's a big thing for me to not be like down with, you know? So like, but I, but I like how you say it's not, it's, it, 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 we're just talking about who he is, how he handles situations, not necessarily everything he's trying to build. So from that perspective, oh yeah, I could appreciate a lot about, I mean, I can appreciate a lot about anyone who is very successful, even if they're a fucking sociopath, crazy person, criminal, like, wow, that's actually genius. Like sociopaths are geniuses, you know, they just hurt a lot of people. Um, but, but I don't, I, it's not like I equate him to that. I don't know enough about him. Um, uh, I, I don't think that he might be a sociopath. I don't know. I just, whatever. It seems like he's trying to do his best based on what you're saying, Ida, with the power that he has. And let me tell you something. If I could decide between uh, Zuckerberg, who is like super, what do you say, moderating everything, he's, what? what's the word? Like, uh, he's like, it's not, mo it, it is moderating, but it's a different word. But yeah, he's, Middling. what? Middling. No, like, um, I think it starts with a seat, whatever. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg. Censoring? Censoring. Censoring. Yes. Censoring everything. So one-sided. If I have to choose between that and Elon Musk, who's like, I'm not going to censor a lot of stuff that would normally be censored, then Nothing. I would choose that. Nothing? There you go. Anything. And he but knows there's going to be a... That's There's got to be something against like super violent stuff, right? Yes. So again, he said he's figuring out a way, but even if it was super violent, you know, I don't know how he's going to do it, but how he explained it. Some like, you know how now YouTube, um, Instagram and all of that will put like an age and like a viewer discretion. Yeah. Where like, okay, the, the original videos, you need to decide if you want to go there or not. So giving the autonomy to the individual to decide instead of deleting yeah. it. Because he feels like deleting it is not the whole story. Yeah. Because then you're not a part of the story. Many people may not agree with it, but I kind of feel like the whole story is there, but it's it's sealed. You get to go and open it. It's kind of like, you know, how we watch movies and the CIA, it's like, you know, a lot of things are classified. It's yeah. kind of, like it's sealed. And it's there for you to open it if you wanted the whole truth. It's available. It's not. Deleted. I like. I do like I, that. I, I, quite, I quite like that. I quite like that. Um, you know, just how even the situation with us going to Mars. Like when you actually listen to him explain it, because I think one issue I find with the world is a lot of things are like he say. A lot of things are like he said, she said. Like when you actually go to the source and you listen to the actual person, you're like, oh my God, because Chinese whispers, by the time it gets to you, it's being diluted so many times. People have added their perception, their this, their that, and the truth is now like filtered or diluted. Mm -hmm. But when you go to the original source, actually, I don't remember what he said about Mars, but he talks about something like, the whole world thinks we have a population 
problem in, in terms of like we're too much but he he's like i actually believe we are not enough mm. we're not enough and we need to do something about it like asap but 100 almost 99% of the world is like we're overpopulated and he's part of the 1% who's saying no we actually have an underpopulation issue and he explains it with facts and with so much and you're like oh my god how come we don't know that mm. and so i think one of the solution if i'm wrong is is this mars id like there's a reason why he's thinking about that you know um and a lot of people see him as one with foresight because remember like he's he's ahead of his age because as i said when kids were playing he was looking into statistics he was looking into like things that are beyond him so he's really good in terms of like foresight apparently um you know and this is like every interview i watch people talk about his foresight and how he's been able to like project into the future and we're not necessarily seeing it yet but he seems to be so like he's like a sense it's an um as as uh an intuitive sense that he gets and believe you me i went and checked out his human <laughs> and he has a his um his spleen is defined so he's a very intuitive person oh that's very what you said you checked out his human design yeah 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 like, ah! i was like yeah of me. course because I, like, i was like wow this guy like i need to know what is human design because he's very like unique very yeah. very interesting human being but yeah he's a manifesting generator which makes sense he has the ability to initiate he has the energy for it you know so it's just his design is made for who he's being right now so yeah but right. it's interesting it's interesting yeah yeah oh i would expect him to be a manifester not a manifesting generator but close if he was a manifester it would be a bit of a problem because he wouldn't have energy to execute most of the things that he wants to but he's right. both so he actually has the energy to execute as well as initiate which is right. so interesting yeah that makes a lot of sense okay so um here's the thing that i that i sense intuitively about elon when he talks or maybe it was just a bad day because again i don't know about any i don't know about any of these topics i don't know about mars i just don't i don't want to go to mars and that's it kill me kill me i don't want to go to mars i'm kind of like we're we're struggling to look after earth and we want to yeah. go elsewhere and like screw it up let's focus on how to work on earth first right you know right so i don't want any of that shit like i don't like and again the the technology thing i don't it's just i know where i stand on those topics and you could tell me anything about it but i'm not going to mars i'll die with the earth and go back into the soil if there's any left same with like tesla i would not drive those cars so for my own reasons whatever yeah 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 i don't i i believe that gas like powering cars with batteries whatever It, it's a touchy sub subject i'm actually <gasps> teresa's here teresa 
Oh my God, I'm so, every time, man, I'm so excited to see people here. Okay, Teresa's here. She's commenting. She says, I can definitely agree with you guys. Musk has an amazing mind and is so successful, but the whole Mars and transhumanism creeps me out. But at the same time, I can see that he really does believe it's a good thing. I just strongly disagree that it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have to say I, I agree. But um, I agree. And I think that's an important point to make that there's something to be said about who he is. And then there's some and like how he makes decisions that just that phrase keeps coming up for me, who he is, how he makes decisions versus what he wants to do with who he is, and how he makes exactly. decisions. Exactly. Exactly. They have like two different things. And I mean, where he's going is how he explains it. It makes sense. But to us, who's kind of down here, because I kind of feel like he's, he's like very ethereal. I don't know. I see yeah. him as he's really, I see him as an alien. To yeah. me, he's an alien. I know. You know? And so very soon, I think he's predicting 2030, bringing like, um, robots to be in homes and he's gonna make it so cheap that we have robots in homes like in the movies you know yeah, robots that. for us and stuff like that I think about it and I'm like uh, do I want a robot in my home ah you know um but I also recognize that that's where the future is so it's like it's kind of like the same thing I know it's in it's in it's inevitable because it's kind of like, we're all going to die. They are going to be robots. So it's like, I know right now I don't have the power to stop it. So mm. it's kind of like, okay, if I don't have the power to stop it, how can I educate myself about it? So at least I know where we're headed. Instead of like being oblivious to the fact that I don't want robots. They're coming. Whether we like it or not. He started developing it. They are coming. Right. So Other people are going to decide shit on this earth like other people are going to decide things but for me i i i don't want the robots and i'm not going to have the robots again kill me kill me <laughs> like i'm not going to have the robots sorry that's intense but like that's where my my um my viewpoint lands with this and you know how i am i'd depending on who's listening to this you may or may not know my vibe i will live in a tent in the woods and be like way happier you know what i'm saying some people are like fuck that i'm not living in the woods so i'll take the robot i will live in a fucking tent in the woods and live off the land with my husband and he'll hunt so <laughs> so it's just not happening it's just not happening and i would also say that as i gain power in this world i would put together organizations to be like hey did you know this about robots that maybe elon isn't telling you did you know that you have other options if you want other options basically you know like i think there is something i'm not a political person but i think there's something to be said about raising awareness on topics and like telling what i think my truth is and if anyone else vibes with that then come along but otherwise i also believe in like live and let live so like don't try to tell me that what i need to have and i don't know if elon is doing that or not the way he is it sounds like he's not he's not so how he's it's interesting because how he's thinking about it is how do we increase labor like how do we do things that for instance are making the human body rest so what about this heavy manual like why don't we just get robots to do it instead of us having to lift these heavy things in a factory and stuff why do humans have to do it 
when we can build machines to do it. I get that. I get where he's coming from. But at the same time, also, I've heard, you know, a lot of conspiracy theorists and even in movies, how robots take over because we give them so much power, so much so that it gets to a point where they take over. I don't know. But his reasoning behind it makes sense. But does the actual idea make sense? I think that's the struggle with it. That's the thing. And yo, okay, let's definitely get into this. I, I, I really want to take the conversation here with Elon. It, we, we talked about how we had no idea what was going to come up today and what the fuck came up. Like, we're talking about Elon Musk. Exactly. And he's the, for me, when we're talking about delus- a person who's delusional, I think he's right up there. Oh, he it's on brand. To to- You're so right. I think, I think he's, I can't think of any other person who's more delusional. You're so right. We all, here's the thing, you guys. Live your life intuitively and everything will make a lot more sense in hindsight. You know what I'm saying? That is every fucking time we come on here, we have no, no idea what the fuck we're doing. We have no, we just talk every single time it's on brand every single time without us even trying. Oh, I just, okay. I I just going to go pee. Okay. So you guys, this is great. I can put this, put this out there because, um, Ida maybe well I it's great if Ida's here, but Ida doesn't have to be here for this part. So wait, wait, where what's up, Ida? Okay. I was saying I won't belong. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Um okay, so the robot thing. It sounds like Elon isn't trying to make me do shit, and that's fine. Like so if, if Elon wants robots, just keep your robots over there and don't let them take over the world. So that's my issue. Like maybe they do take over the world. Then that gets into my boundaries. Like do what you want, have your robots. And like, I don't give a fuck. You know, like if, if New York City is run by robots, fine. I'll go live in Montana or I'll stay in Michigan. I, I do enjoy Michigan or somewhere weird in Canada, or I I think I would thrive in Alaska, you guys, okay? So, like, I don't care if there's, like, certain parts of the world where people are doing a lot of stuff that I don't agree with, fine. Like, do your thing. I don't feel the need to control places that I don't want to be in. But if, okay, Teresa says, yes, yurt life, that's what I'm talking about. I'm living in a yurt, baby. I'm going to find myself a survivor husband. Um, (laughs) Okay, so but if these things that I don't agree with start affecting my area, like if the robots start to take over my environment, then we have a big problem. So that's why I have an issue with this. Like, I don't, I'm, I guess I'm kind of libertarian in uh, and I think libertarian is, it means something different in Australia and Ghana, right? I don't even know what it means. Okay. Me. Okay, libertarian means something different in Europe rather than the states. Um, but libertarian, I don't. Libertarians still vote. I think libertarians believe in some sort of government, but the basic principles are like, you do what you want to do, and I'll do what I want to do, and I'm not going to tell you what to do, and I'm not gonna. I I'm not gonna like 
like liberals are trying to control the other side conservatives are trying trying to control the other side libertarians of like are like you want do what you want to do i do what i want to do like i said i don't know much about politics so i think there's a lot more details there but that is my mentality when it comes to other people's decisions do what the fuck you want i'll do what i want but little things that I think that could affect me, like if you're trying to force me to do something, if you're trying to force me to get a vaccine, if you're trying to force me to have robots, then we have a problem. And then I do kind of get a little bit, I guess, uh, stereotypically political because I start to get in a, once in a while, I'll get other in other people's business like this. I don't give a shit if other people have robots, but if the robots take over the world and it comes into my boundaries then we have a problem and if we're going too far in that direction where it's uncontrollable then we have a problem so i guess as we get closer to that i would feel the need to speak out about it because i want to protect my area and i guess that's what every fucking person is trying to do also in politics they're trying to protect their area i just don't think that other people's sexual identification is infiltrating my boundaries. Like I will, my kids will make their decisions. I will make my decision and you make your decision, you know? And I also don't believe that like, whatever. Okay. So we're, we're getting probably further into that than I want to, but that's, that's my, that's my vibe there with Elon. Okay. So now I, this is what I want to talk about. This is where I want to take the conversation. When I, witnessed elon on joe rogan first of all hilarious have you seen any of that interview no it's awkward and so funny like i was laughing so much it's just weird because because this is what i love about successful people they're very authentic and they will not back down like they they don't give a fuck they don't give a (laughs) fuck like they're they will be themselves and they don't care if it's awkward. They're going to be authentic no matter. They're not going to pretend shit. So Joe Rogan's doing that and he's holding his ground and Elon is doing that and he's holding his ground and there's this silence and the the camera keeps going from Elon to Joe to Elon and it's silent and it's to me that's hilarious. Like the nerd in me is like loving that. Okay. But what I what I observed with Elon I it it sounded like he was acting several times. Like poorly acting several times like I was like it's a condition it's actually a condition so every time you see him he will be like that it's actually I don't I don't know if I mentioned the condition properly but that's actually who he is in real life it will seem like he has autism as as burgers oh asperger's yeah 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 okay burgers is, yes. Is it burgers or burgers? I don't know. Anyway, it's yeah. It's, okay. It's yeah. So I don't know much about um that, but I also know because every video I've seen of him, he's the same. He's it seems like he's acting, but that's just like that's him. That awkward, um, weird. That's actually okay. him. Okay. I got to watch videos of it because it does seem like he went in and out of it. Like in some moments, it was totally normal. Let me let you land. Let me let you land. That's actually something that I'm, you know, learning. So let me let you land. Let me let you finish your thought. Oh, oh, okay. Um, so what I saw was him 
being totally like, and I say normal, I just, what I would be used to as a, as a guest on, on Joe Rogan, like everyone he has on is weird. I mean, because they're all authentic people who are truly authentic are, are, we see them as weird because they're not trying to be somebody. Um, and they're eccentric, obviously, again, successful people. If you're authentic, you, you're kind of uh, eccentric in your own way, blah, blah, blah. So he was just like being, you know, eccentric and weird but then like the topic changed to AI and he was talking about how he was really against AI in in the conversation and he was like yeah and I told them I told them that they shouldn't do it and they were going to do it anyway it's like he switched to like this monologue vibe yeah I gotta watch this you gotta watch it or maybe I can find a clip for you if you don't want to watch the whole thing but it's in the first like because I only watched like the first half hour so it's in like the first half hour but um and then even Joe was like I feel like I'm in a movie right now like stop it so whatever you're doing stop it so it, unless Joe didn't know that that's his that's part of his condition which that would be that would suck if he if he didn't and he said that no, but let me actually let me actually watch that too before we because i think maybe what i'm thinking is not what you're talking about because if he was actually going in and out and like for saying, sure going in and out for I'm sure i'm gonna watch it and now we'll, we can talk about it at the start of next okay okay great um and, and again, I don't know if maybe it is his condition to go in and out of it, but I was like, I was thinking this and I was like, this is crazy. I, to be honest, I thought he had autism. So I, but even that I was like, this is weird. Like there, there is this moment here that's weird, but I just thought, okay, I don't know. Like maybe he is like that. And then Joe was like, I feel like I'm in a movie. Stop it. What are you doing? So it was just this weird moment. Okay. But to all of this being said, mm-hmm. It's bringing me back to, I feel like he's trying to pull one over on us because he's so smart. He's so smart. I can't comprehend how smart he is. People who are so smart, I can't comprehend how smart they are. I don't know what they're trying to do to me. I can't see it. <laughs> I can't see it because their pl- their level of planning is so, it's kind of like Maybe that, that's why the term sociopath did come up earlier because it's kind of like, I don't even know where he's, I am not on the level he's at. So I don't know where he's going to come at me. And um, so I don't trust him in with any fiber of my being, but that's also why I don't trust Paul. I don't trust any politician with any fiber of my being. Why would I? So um, like, that's just kind of who I am. It's not like I think that nobody should trust him. I don't know that much about him, but, but what I have seen of him intuitively, I'm like, man, I don't think that you have all the answers for me. Like, I'm, I'm really unsure if you have my interest in mind, but Ida, like, like, I think I, let me, let me, I'll say one more thing. And then I want to flip it to you, but even these comments about even, no, even the, his storytelling about how he's sleeping on the floor when his employees are in there. And even if that's true, which, which sure, like, I'm not going to say that it's not true or whatever. Let's just say it's, it's 100% true. And his employees show up and say, yep, that's exactly what happened. And he has video surveillance of that. I know that he knows that if he says that it makes him very likable, whether it's, it's true or not, or embellished or not, or created because of that or not, like he is smart. (laughs) He is really smart. So I know I know that like, even I, I know that, like, I know that if I say, you know what, 
yes, this project was, is, was amazing and beautiful, but here's how we struggled. And I was in there with my employees. I know that makes me more likable. Like, I know that makes people be like, oh, you know, you just melt. Um, so to me, I'm like, I don't know what he is. Uh, I'm missing the word again. I don't know what he is fabricating or like creating intentionally or what is just him. It's my same problem with politicians or any other powerful person in the world. So Ida, I'll flip it to you. What are your thoughts on this? No, it's, it's very interesting because when I, every time I've watched him and that's why I don't use one video to form an opinion about someone like I use different <laughs> that's angles. probably good advice yeah. I use different angles and you know like I've listened to the mom the brothers the like different people around him just to have a, a better understanding of of who this person is and in his defense I think it would be different if he came out and he's like yeah this is what I did you know I slept on the blah 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 but he had to say that to defend what the interviewer was saying because the interviewer was bringing something like, oh, but that was a wrong decision, right? But that, like, pushing that agenda and that's where he revealed that, hey, no, it actually wasn't because it got to a point where it was this and I needed to do this in order to come out of it, you know? And for me, it was the most genuine thing. And I think a lot of people who have experienced him share the same sentiment of like him being genuine. However, I'm not dismissing the fact that yes, he could be pulling one over, you know, on us. Yeah. He could be, we don't know. I think for me, I go with what I know now of you. Like, M, look at us, we're great. I don't know what the future holds, but right now I know that we're great. You understand? but. I, it's kind of like if someone asked me, oh, you know, what do you think about M? We're great. <laughs> we work well together. We're incredible to me. She's genuine. She's that. Like anything beyond that, I don't even allow myself to go there because right here, right now, what I feel is what I believe and what I trust. And so mm -hmm. from all the times that I've listened to him, one thing I know is I love his mind. I love his perspective on life. Um, and I love, one thing I really love about him, and I love this a lot about people, people who own up to their mistakes, people yeah. who are able to say, no, you know, I screwed up mm -hmm. easily without like, you know, being defensive or anything. But literally majority of the interviews I've seen of him, he's, you catch him in a lie, you catch him somewhere, he's like, yeah, I did. I'm, like, I, I haven't seen him trying to defend or be defensive. Like he's always like, yeah. I mean, it could also be that when you have a lot of money, you, you could do whatever you want, really. But I think there's something about him that I quite like. Um, and I trust that. Yep. As I said, it's not him taking us to Mars that I'm trusting, but there's just something about him as a person that I seem to feel at ease knowing that he owns Twitter. Yeah. As opposed to as opposed to someone else. And I guess that's because I've spent at least about a year and I've seen at least 10, minimum 10 videos from different perspectives and different angles 
to kind of form this safety. Because for me, in human design, I'm a 4-1. Before I can trust someone, I need to do deep research. I need mm-hmm. to know about the person. I need to like, you know, I don't just go in once and be like, hey, I trust this person. Like a lot of things need to add up for me to have that safety within myself. And so, yeah, I've taken the time to kind of research about him well enough that right now, in this moment right now, I feel safe knowing that he has that much money. I feel safe knowing that he's he's the head of Twitter. Like nothing's come up that's kind of like, uh, for me yet. It doesn't mean nothing will come up. Listen, tomorrow I could be changing my mind about him, but right here, Thanks. right now, this is how I feel about him. Yeah, It's just like an intuitive thing, just like you. So yeah. we both get to trust it because yeah. at the end of the day, he might be safe for me, but he might not be safe for you. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love it. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I would say I, 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 my opinions can change when I look into stuff more, but also I, my, my initial intuition is usually pretty good. Like what often happens is with just people, civilians too. And Teresa, I'll, I'll read your comments after this, but even with civilians, I'll, I'll kind of have an intuition about them and be like, "Em, don't judge. And I do believe that it's important not to judge because once in a while I am wrong, just being mm-hmm. a human, but, um, I get this intuition, but I'm like, don't judge get to know them more I get to know them more and I'm like okay they're growing on me I like this for in the end same same shit as what I felt from the beginning you know so sometimes people can grow on me and I go in and out but sometimes I am wrong and I'm like wow I had that intuition but really no this person's legit um that I mean can't go on episode with Amanda Francis was one of those people for me um (laughs) (laughs) I bring up Amanda Francis every single one of our episodes she is in here Um, she knows that because it seems like she's left a mark on you and that's oh biggest biggest role model ever like biggest role model ever but um I I did I did I kind of judged her as just being like a girly girl which I which I guess she is um but she she's very cool too she's very badass too um Okay, but yeah, I usually go off of my initial reactions. But like I said, my my opinion on someone, I love how you, or like you said, Ida, our opinions can be both correct for ourselves and what we need and all that and how we would respond to things. And, you know, um, okay, Teresa, that's so interesting. My brother-in-law has Asperger's and he also has the same cadence of almost performative way of talking. Okay, so it could be the Asperger's um everybody watch the uh, just first 15 minutes 20 minutes of joe rogan with elon if you're open to it because i'd love to hear what you think okay because he is so her Teresa's brother-in-law has asperger's and he also has the same cadence of an almost performative way of talking because he is he's learning normal social cues and normal cadence and certain topics are more natural to him so he doesn't have that weird way of speaking about so there you go maybe maybe he wasn't something that 
because I've noticed the same thing in every video. He seems to like, okay. and the last one I watched of him, he talked about it. He's like, you know, as a kid, I was bullied a lot because I didn't have the same social cues as everybody. I didn't really understand. Like, so I spent majority of the time programming in my bedroom. So I think for me, it kind of gives me an idea into the kind of person he is. He's not like everybody else. And so I think we can kind of look at him and be like, wow, that's weird. That's damn, that's awkward. But that's who he is. Yeah. And and I think it made it, it brought me at ease. Because the first time I watched anything about him, I was like, hmm. You know, I mean, he's naming his child, like, he'd even understand, like, naming his child X, Y, like, you know, these Roman numerals. To him, it's a normal, it's a very, you know. Oh, so I didn't know of, that. Yeah, he named his child. Now, the short form of the name is X, but it's a Roman numeral or something. X, Y. No, no, no. It's a mathemat mathematical, um, it's a formula pretty cool x i y something something and to him it's such a like it's why don't people get it that's right. my child's name but people are like no you can't name your child that and but so that's now the thing where i'm like don't you dare tell me what how, how i can name my child like to me that's but do do your thing man but it's but kind it's, of like you know imagine the school system because they're like okay how do we pronounce that like what do we do with this name yeah you, you know if you're naming your child a b c d in the school like at school are we gonna call it hey a b c you know so for him he's like okay well just x for short yeah so the child well, is x, and and that's actually an awesome name <laughs> like x yeah. i don't know i like the name of that okay yeah i'd so do you have any final words on elon before i change the subject yeah, no, so I was going to say, so yeah, I think I think that's what makes him come out that way, but he kind of grows on you, not from perspective, like grow on you, but from like ease. Because I think whenever something is different from us, it puts us unease because it's like, ah, what is this? But once you realize that, oh, you know, that's actually who he is and it, it makes it a bit. And the last thing I kind of, want to say about him is there was a powerful question that because again this particular interview I don't know what his agenda was but he asked the question around okay how do you envision the world x is gonna grow up in which I thought is so profound because the world he's building is for x he's got children and so it's kind of like he's wanting a world that could be safer and better for his children as well as the whole world and so i i quite like how he answered and i think he earned um a brownie point there for me because how he answered it it was like very i can't remember and quote him word for word but it was something along the lines of like this is actually what drives me because i envision a world where my son is growing up in and i i hope that it's a safe one and it's one that has all the resources and everything that you know children need to be able to thrive and so that's kind of what drives me and I was like okay okay because he could have totally answered that differently but for me again something that puts me at ease is like this man 
is controlling or making decisions for a world that his children are going to be living in unless he transports them to mars that's a different story he could (laughs) right right he could but yeah that's that those are like my you know fascinating fascinating okay so Mm-hmm. You did your first live, your first Instagram live in three years yesterday, and it was a very intimate topic. Yes, I did. How do you feel about that? Yeah, no, I feel good. I'm glad that I did. It was actually something that I've been meaning to do for a while. So I'm actually glad that I did. Obviously, it was a battle. Um, the whole day was a battle, the whole day, mm-hmm. like. Because everything in me is like, no, let's not do it. Because obviously I know that once I did that, you know, as I talked about in the live, like a new octave is coming through. And I knew that was kind of like the door to it. And so I knew the responsibility that comes with doing that live. Because I can't go back now. Um, I knew doing that live was going to, position me you know as as I don't want to say a leader but more so a messenger someone carrying this message that um sparks uh, the message in others so it's kind of like you know um the person who gets to go forth first the the, the person with the message to deliver that allows, you know, other people to deliver theirs. So I kind of knew that, you know, it, it carried um, weight, um, but I also knew that it needed to be done because a lot of people, whether they talk about it or not, now I know a lot of people are in that situation too, where they feel that their voice have been stolen from them and they don't know how to kind of reclaim it or they are reclaiming it from, you know, a place that isn't serving them. They are reclaiming it from, there was a word I was looking for yesterday. It didn't come up and I didn't want to be caught up on it, but um, distractive, that's a word. Distractive ways of trying to reclaim their voice. As I said, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good or bad thing. It's just a matter of, is it serving you or is it holding you back? Um. So yeah, in terms of how I feel, I feel good about it. I feel ready. As I said, it's the same as you. Um, when you ask for something, because I'm asking for a platform, I'm asking, that's basically like, I know that the platform is there. And um, for a while, I've seen it there. I just haven't walked up the stage. And now I've walked up the stage and I've taken the mic. And I'm like, okay, speak through me. Like, I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to be the messenger. So I've stepped up in this way and I know that there's no going back. And so right now it's a matter of like making, you know, million dollar decisions along the way, just to make it make sense because we were talking about million dollar before. Um, And I think for me, my journey is not so much, like I have a journal that I've kind of journaled in. And I'm like, you know, my million dollar journey, blah, blah, blah. I've come to realize that for me, it's not so much about the million dollars, it's about, you know, the middle, it's about 
getting, um, it's about who I'm becoming as I'm delivering this message. And so that's where my heart is at right now. Um, I do know that my going first or going forth or actually picking up the mic will be rewarded um, and I'm open to that. But right now, I think for me, my concern is more around um, having the courage, the strength, the wisdom to be able to make um, decisions moment by moment. And these decisions are decisions that as I make for myself, I'm making for others too. Because every time I show up, it's calling other people to show up too. So every time I don't show up, other people don't show up. One might be like, okay, what makes you think that you're the person to carry that? I've known for a long time. Like, And I think when a vision is on your heart, you it keeps me up at night. Like, this is not something that I can be like, yeah, I'm not going to do anymore. I'm going to do something else. No, this is what it is. Um, the only thing I know is that it's not about me wanting to change someone. It's about me changing myself and me going forward. So the journey really is about either going forth and delivering this message, right? That's what it's about. It's about me being able to deliver this message that's in me that is being revealed as and when the more I trust and have faith and explore and walk in my curiosity. And as I do that, it's almost like I am being observed, observed. And the more I'm observed, it's calling people to climb on the stage as well. So just envision it as I walked up first, picked up the mic as I'm speaking, other people are walking onto the stage, ready to pick up their own mics and speak. And I think for me, that's a vision that I see. And it's one that's gonna require so much courage, strength, wisdom, but I'm ready. Love it. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, that alone is inspiring to us and, and how you describe, I, I love what, what the fuck is this theory that you have of like this millionaire decisions and God, you could create an entire group coaching community course out of that uh, intention. I just think that's awesome. And I haven't I haven't really heard that so authentically before. Maybe people, I mean, people say like, make your million dollar decisions, but it sounds like fucking bullshit when other people say it. But Ida says, but, but Ida says it also in different words, but different energy. And it's coming from Ida. And I'm like, this is so pragmatic, yet dreamy and yet spiritual and magical. I love this approach that you have to life. And um, I haven't heard you, deliver that at least with this energy before so I'm really quite appreciating that um that's what I thought when I saw your live yesterday I was there guys go to the chilling therapist and check out the replay you posted the replay right okay check it out I was crying like I was I had a wad like I had like a pile of tissues next to me (laughs) crying it's 
it's a very powerful story. And here's the thing, I I connected with that story a lot. And as you're saying, you 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 know that you you know that the people are who are watching will. So like, we have their emotional response, like connecting to Ida, perhaps. But we also have the emotional response because who does not identify with that? Everybody will identify with that. And you recognize that. And that's why you knew that, okay, if I'm going to come out and do this, I know that I'm going to be kind of an example for that. And people are going to connect with that. I'm wondering why you don't want to say leader. Like, why do, why do you feel like more of a messenger in this context rather than a leader? Yeah. I, that's a good question. That's a very good question. That's a very good question. It's not one that I've um, processed. Like, and is there a difference between a messenger and a leader? Yeah, I think, I think definitely. Um, I mean, when we look at angels, so, okay, an example is like, let's just look at Angel Gabriel, for instance. I don't know. If you, I know you're not biblical like that, but I know you don't mind. No, no, no. The content. Yeah. So we look at, for instance, let's look at Angel Gabriel as a messenger. So, and, and let's look at Jesus as the leader of a revolution you know um so i kind of feel like as a messenger my job is not to change people's perspective my job is not to change but my job is to my job is almost like a reminder so for instance, you know, every time you, an angel appears in the Bible, their job is like they go, they deliver a message, but that message reminds people of God's original promise to them. Right? Mm -hmm. But I'm seeing a leader from, okay, let's say Jesus, and Jesus is here to deliver a message, all right, but it's like I am the way, the truth, and the light. No one goes to the Father except through me. Like, this is the way type thing, right? See, I'm not here to be like, this is the way, because I kind of feel like leaders come and they're like, this is the way, follow me. Mm. No, mine is, mine is, um, It, mine is more like I'm the messenger who is delivering a message to you to connect you to what you already know. Yeah. You understand. So just like what you you said, how you experienced the live, where it's like, what I'm saying is nothing new. You know, it's like my job is to rekindle that fire within you. You know, that's how I see my role. But I rekindle that by first rekindling mine. Because it's like I have to deliver my message. And as I deliver my message, that rekindles your message. As you deliver your message, it rekindles another person's message. So it's like a, a snowball. 
kind of effect. That's how I see um, the vision. That's how I see my path. I don't see it as, hey, I know this thing, follow me. Yes. I think that's not how, yeah. So I want to respect how you see yourself. I'm going to make that clear first. And I, I, well, I say this to everybody, but you know best for you. Like that's to, to you, Ida, in this moment and everybody else, you know best. I don't, I don't know best for you. So I'm going to say that, but follow-up question, but aren't you, you're starting this ripple effect. So doesn't that mean you're leading? Like I get the whole I, I, I love what you say, really, about if you're a leader, you're kind of saying in some respect, this is the way. And I was going to say, well, no, because I, I tell people, like, do what you want. So that's, that's, and I would see myself as a leader, but that's like how I lead, do what you want. But there is, there is kind of a vibe in how I talk that's like, yeah, you can like do do this other way, but this is this is the way I teach. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's the way I teach. I don't think it's the only way to to get shit done, but it's the best way. That's kind of like my vibe when I when I talk to my audience. Like I don't think less of you if you're doing that way, but like I know that this way is the best for me, and I don't really think that other ways are the best. So, so I agree oh, with that. Go on, go on. So I agree with that, but I, I mean, if we're, were you going to look up the definition of leader? Uh, of course, you know how I am. With of words. course. I love, I love that you incorporate that in. Um, I was just going to say, we should look up the definition because, because it could also be like, you know, you're a leader in a line. It could be as deep or as superficial as you want. You could just literally, if you're the first one to go, you're the leader. Even if you're not saying my way is the best way, but like you're the first one to go. So curious about that. So I don't think for me, it has anything to do. I think words, words carry great power and energy, right? So for me right now, the energy I'm operating from, I know it's one of a messenger. Okay. It's not one of a leader per okay. se. And so right here, right now, other people could refer to me as a leader and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But in order for me to operate in the message that's coming through, I need to receive it how it's coming through. And it's, in, it's an energy of a messenger. It's not coming through as an energy of a leader it's very um it's very grounded it's very it's not like i mean how i view it a leader for instance yesterday in my life will be like you know will offer some steps will offer directions but i come from still that very objective of there's this or that like what where are you sitting like i can't tell you what to do that's like the energy yeah. that's coming and so i haven't even looked up the definitions yet but i thought mm, why not okay so leader a leader is a person who leads or commands a group organization or country that's the first one um second it says the principal player wait where did that go mm -hmm. 
Okay. The person or team that is winning a sporting competition at a particular time, okay. an organization or company that is most advanced or successful in a particular area. Um, the principal player in a music group. Um, what else? Okay, this is from main Google. Let me see what other people, like try and find another definition yeah. yeah i'm waiting for the definition that's like just like technically somebody who goes first you know without any without yeah. any deeper meaning mm. this this could be what you're looking for but i also feel like this definition is from the mind like it's very mind definition it's not um a proper definition from like the dictionary Right. So it, it says a leader is someone who inspires passion and motivation in followers. Hmm. A leader is someone with a vision and the path to realizing it. So it's like the leader has the answer. They have the vision yeah. and they have the answer. That's how I see it. Because how I even see you, am it's kind of like you're like, your answer is yeah. do it. You're <laughs> But you have the vision and you're leading a revolution of people and you're telling them do it your way because that's yeah. the answer. The answer is you do it way. And I'm coming in like, this is how I did it. Um, this is how I felt about it. I wonder how you want to do it and how you feel about it. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying I think the energy is different because I'm not one that people should come to and be like, oh, so what's next? Or you know, I'll tell you what I think, but it, it's always going to be objective. I'm never going to have a, a solid, and a lot of people describe me as very objective. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to have one answer. I'm never going to have a particular answer for you that this is what it is. It's always going to be, well, there's this side, but there's also this side. I wonder which side feels good for you, but I kind of feel like a leader is like, yeah, you know, all this side, it, all these other sides haven't worked due to X, Y, Z. This is what's going to work. Yeah. So if you want to achieve success, this is the way. Do whatever you want. Yeah. You know, so even though they're doing whatever they want, you're the one leading that for them. You're the one holding the, you know, the fire and saying, come on, this is where we're going. We're the people who do whatever we want yeah right yeah and i feel like i'm kind of like okay now that because for me it's not for me it's about okay now you're hearing i think for me what's important is and that's in my bio it says what message are you carrying like yeah. you're hearing me sharing my message is that inspiring you to go and share your message because that's what what i hope it's doing like it's not about you you know doing xyz to get to x it's about you sharing your message too and it could be in a form of okay jump on a like someone reach out to me they're like hey i've been meaning to share my story i haven't done it in a long time you shared yours and it inspired me would you be on a live with me to share mine for me, for me that is a messenger's purpose like that's that for me means everything because i'm like oh my god you get to share your message with your audience. Fine, you want me by your side, but it's your message. I'm not saying anything. It's your audience. It's not about me. I'm just there to kind of be there to support you to do that. 
and for me that's that's incredible it does i don't have anything um i'm pretty indifferent about the word leader um i think why i'm not using that word is because of just the energy so let's look at messenger i totally get that and i see that in you i like i i i see in my mind not that you asked but in my mind i'm like ida's a leader because she's an entrepreneur period you know not that i say you're wrong that's just how i yeah okay that's how you see me because i was gonna say i don't even identify as an entrepreneur i've that there's something about the word that doesn't feel good for me yet which is interesting have you ever heard me use that word no and i've been calling both of us an entrepreneur for a long time that's fine that's fine because that's how you see me and you're allowed to see me how you see me yeah. you're allowed to experience me how you experience me you know i don't believe that everyone's going to experience me how i experience myself like right. if someone asked me i might identify as an artist because mm. i do a bit of everything um but i'm not into when i think about an entrepreneur i think about someone who builds businesses or like you know they have their own business and stuff but for me it's like being this creative artist and yeah i get to make money from it that's great that feels better for me than entrepreneur but doesn't mean go change it because that's how you experience me and that's that's totally fine i do feel like we should change it because i think that's beautiful and people should know that like people should know that you want to be you, you would describe yourself as an artist rather than an entrepreneur right for this Definitely. for the sake of this podcast and just as i how i describe you to people like oh Ida yeah she's a she's a therapist and she's an artist or she's just an artist yeah that's no, interesting it, whether we change it or not that's the thing I'm always checking with myself and I'm like do I care I'm indifferent so because I'm indifferent I don't mind what goes there because I I don't think that affects anything really I think at the end of the day it's me Ida and how people are experiencing me because. A lot of people will experience me as an one will experience me as an artist, some will experience me as a leader, some will experience me as an entrepreneur. Again, that is the messages they're getting. That's they're getting exactly what they need. But you know me, I'm I'm always open to hearing your side because if I wasn't open to hearing your side, funnily enough, we'll still be on um Instagram trying to figure shit out. <laughs> no but no this is still xyz and i thought about it and i'm like you know what yeah she's right and here we get both of the best worlds mm-hmm. we're streaming but mm-hmm. this is still personal i'm only seeing your face i'm not seeing anyone right? else i'm not seeing comments i up. i like this vibe too i'm glad that you do as well um and let's for for those <laughs> We don't have haters on this. Well, actually we do. We have already gotten haters on this podcast, but which I think is a great sign by the way. Mm. But um for future watchers who might be hating <laughs> and who who may say, "Why is Emily spending time trying to tell Ida who she is?" I'm not doing that. I'm just telling Ida 
how I how how she resonates with me. Okay, so I just want to make that super clear. And I'll also say, Ida tells me how she sees me all the time. And and yes, I, she's she's nodding, so that's a good sign. And uh, like when I when I see a certain situation, I, I kind of learn this from you, Ida. Like you'll be like you'll say like, oh, that's interesting because the way I saw that was like this. And I'm like, wow, you really, you really make me tune into like the difference between how I see myself and how others see me. And to me, that has been very healing to me. And the purpose of me is not to try to heal you by saying this at all. It's literally just common interest. Generally, I think it's interesting how I see you. And here's the thing, I do see you as a messenger as well. That's what I'm getting to. Um, but I like, so, so from the sole reason that you don't have a boss, I see you, and, and maybe I don't, maybe, maybe it's not entrepreneur even, but I see you as like a self-employed person and because, and you, you would say that you would, you would see yourself as self-employed. 110, 110%. Okay. Because of that. I see you as a leader because who else is leading you? You're Ida's leading Ida in my mind, but here's the thing. So, so that aside, really, I just wanted to make that point. Cause I'm just like, I know Ida's going to start movements. And in my eyes, it's like, if she's starting movements, then she's the leader of that movement. And, but that aside, I see you embodying this messenger role or, or being the messenger here yesterday. I saw it. Um, I also like, like the fact that you said messenger, not leader didn't surprise me. I just wanted to hear about more, more about that decision. Um, because I, I just see that because I know how you are in, in, in what I've experienced of you so far. And we've talked about this several times. You channel so much. You're, you're an open channel for whatever words that want to come through you. You say it, you've said it on this podcast before. I say words. I don't remember what I say necessarily. I, they, they often don't make sense to you when you say the words, even though they always make sense to me. And that's always been our vibe. Um, together so like the messenger thing doesn't surprise me at all like and and I get it it's the energy of it it's like this is where I feel like my energy is right now my energy isn't in the leadership what I'm doing right now is in the energy ener is in the messenger energy so that makes a lot of sense to me too yeah no I hear that and I wanted to say one M you and that's a beauty of feeling each other's energy because whenever you say stuff it comes across exactly how you mean it and feel it mm -hmm. so it's like you don't even need to explain yourself to future haters because i'm receiving it exactly how you mean for me to receive mm -hmm. it so i just wanted to make that clear and secondly obviously you were experiencing me in the life how was that experience for you personally or how did i see you in the live both okay how i well okay let me say this i do feel like i want to explain myself sometimes but not for your sake ida because i know that we vibe and 
we're very open. So if you didn't vibe with me, I know you'd tell me that. And I would hope that you would just tell me that live if you, if you wanted to, um, in public or, or whatever feels right to you. But I do want to explain, because here's the thing, I'm observing people that have millions of views on their podcast uh, episodes mm -hmm. on YouTube. And I don't, I, I believe that with my mindset work and with our energy here, I don't think that we'll be obliterated in the comments, but I just know that the internet can be fucking rough as fuck. So I know that in the, in the, in the end, and you know how my brain works. So I'm like, when Ida and I are doing this podcast in person in a professional studio, and we have 11 million views on each episode, I know that I'll be saving my time by explaining that rather than having to go back and be like, you guys, Ida and I have this vibe for the random ass people that are coming on here that are, that are just seeing me say that, or maybe they skip to this and they're like, what are you doing? Like, what, why are you trying to tell her that? Cause people say that I've been reading their comments on other people's shit till like kind of study. And I'm like, it's going to save me time to just be like, look, this is where Ida and I is coming from. Ida, are you consenting to this? Ida's vibing with it too. All right, let's go. I just feel like it cuts the shit out. I hear you. Okay, cool. Um, but I appreciate that. I, I, that means a lot to me, what you said about what I say comes off as I mean it. That's very relieving for me to hear. Um, so I like that. I heard that too. Okay. So how did I, how did I receive you in the live? Oh God. I mean, it was power. I mean, just powerful. I, I commented while, while I was watching several times. <laughs> I can't help myself. It was, I didn't any of that. I figured, I so but yeah. I, I, and it wasn't for, I, cause I also didn't want to knock you off your game. Cause we've talked about it before. How sometimes during the lives, it's like, you try to keep up with the people and then you try to say your truth. And I, I, um, I didn't want to do any of that, but I can't help myself when I'm vibing. I have to type and be like, do you guys get how awesome this is? So it was really more for like just me and like the people watching. Cause, cause I love that you stayed in the vibe the whole time. It was, it was just purely powerful to me all of it fuck my computer's about to die so we have to pop off soon but um real quick yeah it was it was powerful um I got emotional because I connected to it uh but also seeing you so clearly communicate this experience it was just all so authentic there wasn't a part of me that's like maybe she communicated this to someone before no this was like it was so raw and real and that alone made me emotional and then how I personally connected to it made me emotional and it was just you know it was like a movie it was like a movie but real like watching you go through this it's like it's like those clips that you see that are like just like so many views you know what I mean and you're like, wow, this is the first time ever, you know, that they're saying this and it's powerful and it gets so many views and it gets so famous because it's like such a special moment, you know, mm. that's wow. how I saw that, it. That, no, that's, that's amazing because in the moment, like I was so present in the moment, I didn't like, and I went back watch it myself and I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Cause yeah. I didn't, it's like one stream of consciousness and I just let it flow so I did my best not to like 
you know, look into comments and stuff and just share whatever was coming through. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, it, it, it's amazing. I appreciate you being there supporting. It was so amazing. It's funny because when we first talked about it, you're like, I'm going to jump on. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It's just going to be a random day. And I happened to message you. You're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> of course, you know, amazing. like, of course it totally worked out. Um, okay. So I want to go now because my battery's low. I'm in my car. Zoom has to like configure the recording and I don't want my computer to die. I don't, if we lose this motherfucker, I'm not going to be happy. So (laughs) I know, I know. So, I mean, it's on, it it is on, uh, YouTube, so it will be recorded to YouTube, but like, I want to make sure I can plug my computer in. So thank you. I, this was, this was a fucking awesome uh, episode for me personally and I also objectively I think it was great thank you yeah no definitely same same so yeah no thank you thank you to um our viewers who was who was he Tris Teresa Trisha Teresa thanks for being here with us um we appreciate you guys so much and I love you Mwah. I love you I love you. Thank you, Ida, for being here with me. Thank you guys for being on. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.